shorty playing in the front yard of the crib. Fell down and I bumped my head. Somebody helped me up and asked me if I bumped my head. I said, yeah. So then they said, oh, so that means you're going you gonna to switch it on them. I said, yeah, flip mode. Flip mode is the greatest. You know, and as a shorty, I was always told that if I ain't going to be part of the greatest, I got to be the greatest myself. Come on, come on. No, you're not fucking getting to me here. <laughs> Leave. Aye. I'm talking about this one myself. <laughs> I'm not doing it. You come back. I can't do that shit without too much pressure. It's just you and the microphone. Don't. You know what happened last time when you fucking hit the microphone? <laughs> it fell over. <laughs> it died. It tripped. Exactly. You broke. You hit the hardware which fucking killed the software. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So good I am. Like the Matrix. Break shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, welcome back to Films and Swearing. Episode number 12. Is it? Enjoy that wee drink of water. Wee bit. <laughs> so. It's cold. Aye. We're back. It's our black and white movie month. Yeah. Which we'll be running over the next five episodes. Five, five or six, five hours. Fuck. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> you like this film too much. Yeah. <laughs> so, hi, this is our introduction episode focusing on Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. Who? Alfred Hitchcock. That's it. What did I say? Hitchcock. Well, in the films it was Helen Mirren, but we'll get to that later. Mm. Um, so, I was going to say what's new if you, you're going to shout at me because I've asked you that question today already. Yeah, I, don't I wasn't want... going to shout at you, it was going to be nice. Alright, what's new Andrew? Nothing much. Do you know think about thinking of something new to talk about? <sighs> you're just what you fucking want Mr. Sherry <laughs> setting you up you're fucking wanker I'll let you in softly and just fucking smack you I've been watching still watching Parks and Recreation what season are you on now? season 5 so you didn't buy season 3 then? no <laughs> I, I hacked your Netflix again and started watching it on the American website ah it's got up to season 5 right which you know, is no bad considering it's only six series. Oh well, that's fine. You're, that's pretty up to date then. Uh, uh, it's good. So good. Uh, it is. It's almost like the fucking twin sister to the office. Fuck off! Office is shite! Personal recreation's good! There's a difference. There's no really. There is. Right, it's Greg Daniels that made the Parks and Rec. Right. He also created The Office. Right. Same guy done both shows. So they're both filmed in like the similar style, whereas they talk off to the camera. Yeah. The only difference is one's in the paper company, the other one's like in the Parks and Rec section of the console. I suppose. Because <laughs> I was watching it, just like, there was some similarity. Okay, sure, it's got like Rashida Jones, who's in both shows as well. Yeah. So it's like. But it's a different person, I think. Aye, aye. But it is like it's got the same humour of like the boss is a fucking idiot. Like, Amy Poehler, she's not the brightest. Well, she is. She's, she's a bit stable. simple. No, you've not even watched this programme. I've watched the first season, so I've not seen her develop that much, mm. but 
seeing her roll into that pit was pretty funny. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, so. I'm just telling you I watched it because you're so, insulting it, me. Oh. I'm probably just defending the office, that's all. Yeah, and they like the office. I know you don't. You're making me no like parts and recreation. <laughs> because there's similarities to the office. Aye. So now I hate myself for watching it. Can't believe it. I'm going to go him and set fire to your Netflix. <laughs> oh, Andy, you're just giving me a head, man. Okay. Stop it. I'm going to leave a remote... Just let it go. A remote bomb here. Just... I'm going to go home and explode your house. What? <laughs> okay. My right. Netflix. You've had too much water. You're, you're drunk. Go home. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you're hydrated. <laughs> um, I... Um, I guess I could segue for what I'm talking about for oh, myself. Are you finished? You have anything else you want to talk about? No. No, no. and you go. Oh, I don't be the weekends. Oh, now we're going to talk. Can't talk sorry all the time. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> it. What are the starting to talk somewhere else now? As I guess you're finished. I'll run with the ball now. Cool. On the subject of TV shows. TV shows. What do you cry them? Yeah. TV shows. Sitcoms. All right. Well, this isn't a sitcom. This is Game of Thrones. Oh! Didn't they tell me that? Aye. Because I've not seen the recent episode. Oh, the final. The, the season final, finale. yeah, I've not seen that shit. Alright, I'll not spoil it, but that, <sighs> that's just finished, so... Aye. That was a good season. I think that was, like, the strongest season they've had. Yeah, exactly. Aye, like, so much shit happened. Aye. Whereas, I think in the third season, I think they, they just had a really bad wedding. Yeah, I suppose, aye. It was that's all boring. I could remember for that last season. I just minded like, them all hanging about in a fucking field. For ages... <laughs> <laughs> we actually got to do something. Fuck no. Okay. Look, this is a tent filled with naked ladies. Yay, the fuck hot. <laughs> <laughs> you know that shit. The really. guy with one hand going into the fuck hut. Oh. I've got a stamp. <laughs> Come and take it all. <laughs> Ain't no fist to block this fucking wrist. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's how, you, legendary that's how you ladies. get an infection. <laughs> <laughs> you just say I'm going to cut the rest of the arm off. The... Told you to wash it. it was worth Those it. ladies weren't clean. <laughs> they loved it though. <laughs> <laughs> They're all probably dead. They'll <laughs> die to syphilis. <laughs> so, aye, I've, I've been reading, I still am reading the first book. Still? Yep. That's like six months. Six weeks. Mm. So I am slowly. I've got about two hundred pages left. I want to see how hard it is to read. I'm not reading it. Out, <laughs> <'cause>. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> Why? Oh, I was like, as Andrew reads Game of Thrones, and it's like, oh, there's worse. <laughs> the light was red and dead and parched, and good wood was hard to come by. There you go. <laughs> A line. <laughs> A line. I started to get nervous because I didn't get anything wrong yet and then I couldn't have told. Right. I'm not very good at reading out loud. That's fine. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> just work on it. Mm. Um, aye, uh, the good thing that's coming up oh. is the fact that George R.R. R. Martin is going to the Edinburgh International Book Festival in August. Please don't sit here and you're hoping to go. I'm fucking buying the ticket. Oh my god. What's wrong with me going to see George R.R. R. Martin talk about Game of Thrones? 
Erdogan is what they talk about Game of Thrones. Because that's what it says he's going to do in the in the brochure. Oh, is it? Ah, he's talking about uh, creating brave new worlds and translating from book to television. Uh-huh. Mm. So, aye. But I'll be through fucking, like, what, absolute freak, fucking what? obsessed people. People dressed up as yeah. fucking... Danny the Dragon Lady and <laughs> and it's not it's like they start talking about characters that you can't even remember of. It's like whatever happened to fucking Gimli? <laughs> <laughs> he was mentioned in chapter three of I've never the th- of third book, but he's never been mentioned again. Will he be returning to the books? <laughs> <laughs> Aye, so I, I I thought why not? It's only a tenner. So yeah, so I thought. And it's like 8 o'clock on a Monday night. So, I thought, just like, I could finish work, hop on a bus, nip through, mm-hmm. see him talk. Maybe if he's doing a book signing, I might try and get a book signed. Buy a book signed. Yep. And it would, be, it would be good to have a book signed, because, like, when the fuck's this gun coming to Scotland? It's like, mm-hmm. it's not like his, it's not like Ian Rankin where you just bump into him on High Street, like, mm-hmm. every other month. It's just like uh, he didn't just listen to him. He's never seen the boy before in his life. He doesn't actually just walk down the street and say hey to Ian Rankin all the time. I think he's usually sitting outside of Waterston signing books all the time. No, that's a homeless man. He's lied to you. That's not actually Ian oh, Rankin. Yeah. <laughs> you made a fool of me. <laughs> him as the homeless man has brought his fucking. No, that's, up his, to you. that's the homeless. I'm talking about the homeless man, Ian. Oh. Good, oh, he follows me on Twitter. Who the fuck is a good trend? He's not got a house. <laughs> I'm sure you can blow feed people for tweets. Oh. <laughs> Go let me use your phone. Suck my dick. Sometimes the guy finishes in his mouth. Oh, ah, ah, fucking swallowed something. I'm getting two tweets of that. Oh, oh I'm don't. taking a picture. Hmm. Here's my food for the day. <laughs> it's just like a dead animal. Oh, I thought he was like, told about the Hashtag food porn. Oh, <laughs> take a picture of his face. The cup is his food. <laughs> cum is my face. That's how he lives. <laughs> Protein from the cum. It's all we had on social network nowadays. Oh. Horrible aftertest. <laughs> how do you know? <laughs> I don't know. I just imagine a homeless person. Women love the taste. Why would homeless men not? <laughs> I don't know. All women love the and taste it, of men's cum. Away, away for all this wow. cum. There's so I've much got, cum. I've got more books to talk about. Okay, books. I've finished listening to the audio book uh, called The Martian by Andy Weir. Right. And I was surprised a good book. Well, I suggest it to you. It's uh, to do with a man left on Mars. Right. And it's like his diary entries, like he's just doing like a wee uh, audio log of what he's doing each day, mm-hmm. because he's presumed dead, it's like him and his team go to Mars, and when they're out exploring and a sandstorm hits, he gets struck by like a satellite they were installing, and it's like it looks like he gets impaled by uh, a pole, <laughs> but like, he lives, but all the vital signs on the suit presume like shows his team that he's dead, so mm-hmm. they get in ship leave and he like wakes up on the planet alone and the living quarters is there so he goes there but with the amount of food left he could survive maybe a year if he rations the food Mm -hmm. but it takes I think it was something like it would take I was going to say four years but that might be wrong but the amount of time it takes to go from 
the plan to get them from Earth to Mars. It's nine months. Aye, so like. Aye, oh, some well, of them. That's, that's what I've seen on the news that that's yeah. how they've got astronauts in a fucking testing chamber they knew mm. for nine months to try and simulate what it'd be like. Right. Well, aye, so there is something like along those lines where basically it's going to be four years before they could say like organise another mission get everyone together get successfully launched and get to him in time mm. so it's just like how they're handling that story so most of it is like him doing these audio logs and he's just like he's he's a, a botanist and he's like so he's, he's he was there to like try and like see if he could grow things on Mars. So they're left over like potatoes, like, because they were going to be celebrating Thanksgiving when they were there. Yeah. So he was trying to grow potatoes with like Martian soil and like they talk a lot of science, like mm. since he's a botanist, so he'll talk about why this works and how he's survived for this or how he could turn this, like turn a pop-up tent and grow potatoes in it. And yeah. So like a lot of science gets dropped, but it's not like overbearing. It's actually like pretty interesting. It's like, Brian Cranston doing science and mm. Breaking Bad, like you could just like mm. listen and just believe all the stuff he's telling you is true. Yeah. So, but it, it's actually it's pretty like way and I would say current in a sense. Like the guy's sense of humor is like an internet sense of humor. Like so. Um, like just some of the expressions is like uh, he's left behind with all the stuff and he's, his sarcasm is like yay or. Oh, right, like, right. he's sarcastic. Aye, like, it seems like what people are like when they're bullshitting on Facebook. Yeah. So it, it's not like super serious spaceman. Oh, shit! <laughs> I'm left on Mars by myself! <laughs> okay, very British man. <laughs> so, and like, there's points where he manages to set up communications with, like, Earth. Like, because yeah. they do scans of Mars every day and the. the, the they were looking for the body and they, they eventually find out that he's alive. So then a lot of the story is then the people on Earth trying to figure out ways to get him back. Yeah. Do they tell the crew that's coming home that he's alive because they're still in space for the next nine months and for the thought that they've fucked up, it's going to just, like, they need to concentrate on landing yeah. back on Earth safe. But there's like a conversation between a fucking NASA and the dude in Mars yeah. and like he's, he's he said something about the, why the fuck did you not tell him I'm alive and I said mind your language like the public could see every message you're putting up and I said oh look boobies as, <laughs> as if you were typing a calculator huh. so it's just like him typing those messages <laughs> so the guy's like a, like got a childish sense of humour so yeah. it, it's quite funny as well yeah. but uh, it's it's uh, a I think it's like an audible book because yeah. like the library's an area, didn't they have it? But it is out on paperback, and it's about ten hours long. Mm. But it's, I, I recommend it because I can you're no one for reading, but yeah. like audiobooks, it is actually surprisingly good. Mm. I need to get back into my audiobook. Mm. I keep forgetting it. My Divine Comedy. The Divine Comedy. Yeah. Let's you get it all deep in religion again. Yeah. Oh no! I just since the last time I've touched it since. How many years? Two. Two. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so. Yeah, I think I've talked about all I need to. That's my wee notes of what's new. Good. And the, the, the wormhole. I just put it in a vase. You used to take it out of the vase. 
He's eating it. Okay, right. To cycle. <laughs> to me. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking paper eating crazy son of a bitch. Fuck you. Okay, so um this film is fifty four years old. Yeah, it is. Nineteen sixty. Will we spoil it? Of course we fucking will. Okay, so this is your warning here. If you've the not seen it and you don't want if you don't want it spoiled for you, turn off now. The hint is it's black and white. So it's old, so that means it's, it's fine. Old. Yeah. I think we should set us a premise now. What for F, for future? That anything over ten years old no, five years old <laughs> that's too much. Five years old we're allowed to spoil. Right. Anything more current than that. We dare fucking talk about it first and then spoil it afterwards. Aye. Alright, fair enough. It's on fucking recorded now, it's no choice. Yes. Right, spoil the fuck with it. Okay, we'll get to that a bit later. Alright. Uh, cast. Well, maybe they can't get in it, so let's spoil yeah, it. Yeah, so let's tell them. Okay. Anthony Perkins stars as Norman Bates. Vera Miles stars as Leela Crittin. Uh John Gavin as Sam Loomis. Janet Lee as Marion Crane, Martin Balsam as Detective Milton Abagast. He's not a detective. Private detective. Oh, that, does that really? It's a kid. Well, I could go is, and say I'm a private detective. I just copy the shit right from like Internet Movie Database. I, so, do you call it that? Call it IMDb. IMDb. All right, IMDb. and John McIntyre as Sheriff Al Chambers. Uh, who's the scary sheriff? I was wondering if that was the scary sheriff, That's or if that was the sheriff at the end. Must be the sheriff at the end. Because he got more screen time than creepy Terminator-like oh, sheriff. Uh, I was like, what the fuck are you doing there? He goes the other way and then he appears back at <laughs> but... Just standing off the side of the street watching her. Aye. So, I'll tell you a story about this first. Well, then play it. Uh, a Phoenix secretary steals $14,000 from her 40. employer. Thor, 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 God of Thunder of money. <laughs> Forty. Forty thousand dollars. You said fourteen. All right. <laughs> From her employer's client and goes on a run and checks into a remote hotel run by a young man under the domination of his mother. Then the film begins. Under the domination? Yes. <laughs> I steal all my stuff from Amazon. Amazon. Internet Movie Database. IMDB, also known as. <laughs> that just seems awfully fucking strong. Domination. <laughs> Domination. <laughs> yeah, it's like that boy's like shelters. Yeah. By his mother. Yeah. So, what did you think of Psycho? Uh-huh. It was so drawn out. I thought there was bits in it that were good, but mm-hmm. you could have made that should have just been like a fucking hour long episode of the Twilight Zone. <laughs> I should have. I just can't see that how that's so revered mm. in the film world. I just don't understand it. So you know what I'm going to say, don't you? You loved it. I fucking love it. <laughs> it is like I've, I've going back to like when I first saw it. Is I was like up to three in the morning watching it mm. just after being caught like five minutes in. Because like oh it just started like ten minutes ago. Let's see what happens. Mm. And I think of it, it's like I'm always a sucker for like music and films. I uh, know that I like the, the music. Music is like as soon as it starts, like oh no, like you just tense the arseholes fucking tight and like shit. Didn't like it that much. It was there. No, I was, I was afraid. It was like oh fuck. even just the just the tension in the music. It was mm. like almost. I was gonna say. It reminded me of Insidious, like a film that's nowhere near the same quality, but just how the film starts when the title comes out, it goes, 
just fucking really intense mm. violin music. Yeah. But it is like the movies. No, I'm not Rocky Notes. Um, like music, straight away tension. Like it's just like probably one of the most fa- famous music cues. Like the dun 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 mm. dun dun, like that, like that's comparable to things like the music from Jaws and mm. like that. So it's like when people hear that, they'll go, "Oh, it's Psycho," or "Oh, it's that rap song." Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's Buster Rhymes. That's where it Give is. Give me some yeah. more. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, we're not listening to that then. Oh. Um, so, what what did you like about the film? Well, or do you want to talk about what you didn't like? No, no. The, the story was good. Yep. But the, it's just the bits that they drew too long. Aye, like, the film is it's like, 10 minutes shy of two hours. Was it not like 20 minutes of her just driving? It could be, aye. Well, it could have just been a wee fucking two minute fucking Cause, thing. Uh, Norman Bates doesn't show up to about... It's at least 40, 30, 50 minutes, isn't it? 30 minutes. I... Roughly 30 minutes in is when she arrives at the Bates Motel. So 15 minutes here before the drive and then maybe 15 minutes here drive. Hassling a salesman into like take, taking her money in her mm-hmm. car. Mm-hmm. But... That's the only problem I had with the film was all the bits it was drawn. Like it the, could have been tighter. Like at the, near the end where the, her sister is looking for her and she's up the stairs in his room, in mm-hmm. her, his mum's room. And he's just she's just like... That was that could have just been so much shorter. It was like five minutes of her just looking at everything. Is oh, it? mirror! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can see that because the psycho is uh, based on a book originally. So I think kind of some of this maybe came from, like maybe the day when they make a film about a book and they actually stuck to the details of the book. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than like, let's take the title and make our own movie. It's like five chapters of driving, so we'll make it. Let's right. make it twenty minutes. I'll <laughs> <laughs> well, translate fine. Right. Uh, but I, I can see that because watching it now, like there is, like there's a lot of talking. Like, it is talk heavy at yeah. times, but I, I, I guess that's just them, just really just putting the story out there. Mm. Like I have watched a handful of Hitchcock films before. And but Hitch, uh, Psycho's the one I've watched maybe four or five times now, mm. and I've only watched the others once. But they're all, I think they all are really like talk heavy films. Like mm-hmm. Rear Window, there is just like it's a man with a broken leg looking out his window, trying to see what his neighbours' lives are up, lives are like. Yeah. So a lot of the time he is sitting just talking and watching people talk. So it's like a lot of drama, like it's just storytelling. Yeah. So it, is, it could just be stuff set in the moods and not enough crazy shit happening. Yeah. Because that's what, obviously the film's known for, it's crazy, like fucking the shower scene. scene and, uh, which so. I, didn't, I didn't expect it to be so early. I thought that was going to be at the end. Aye, like, was this you watching it for the first Aye. time? Mm. Aye, so that is like, when you watch things like that, it's like, oh, there's actually, there's a movie around this, like, it is like when you watch some films and the character's are killing the first ten minutes, like, what? Mm. So what's the rest of this film about then? I know, that's so, exactly what I was like. Exactly, aye. So that is like one of these good things where you, you watch it and it's it's not what you imagine it to be. Mm. And like the Anthony, like Norman Bates is not the character you expect either. 
Like, what were you expecting more like a serial killer, like a shining oh, style I'm, killer? Well, I've seen a couple of episodes of Bates Motel. Right, aye, I've got so that. So I kind of had a. He was kind of like that character in there. Sheller, dude. Aye. Like, kind of sweet, a wee bit sweet and stuff like that. Aye, and innocent, nice, really innocent. Innocent and stuff, aye. Mm-hmm. Oh, so aye. That's the one thing, because I've, I've mentioned that there is um, several things to be taken away from this film. Like, it, it didn't stop with this film. This film was obviously, like, revolutionary. Like, it? it spun out a lot of things because there is like four cycle films. Aye. Yep. And I think I reckon after watching it today, see how the Bairn settles tonight, I might watch Cycle 2. It's on Netflix, so. And it's it's the same dude, it's Anthony Perkins, it's Norman Bates, is back at the same same hotel, same motel. So. Oh. Prequel? I, I reckon. I, I wouldn't have thought so because I think it takes place like in the 90s. Like, it was filmed in the 90s, I, I think, working off the top of my head. So it's maybe, like, he'd just been kept, like, in a mental hospital, in a madhouse. Mm-hmm. And then they just let him, ah, he's harmless. So he's thing. an old man, then? He's, he's getting older, because he's quite, I think he's 30s in that one. Yeah. He didn't look too old. So he'd probably so be... 60s. Ah, I guess. So, and maybe, maybe it was the 80s then. So maybe, like, 20 years on, he's yeah. just looking like he's in his early 50s. Yeah. But... I even get to a point where like he's took it upon himself because like Hitchcock only over like directed the first one, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure like Psycho two, uh, Psycho three and four were directed by like Anthony Perkins himself. So it's like he's like, no, no, this is my cash cow. We're not getting <laughs> off it just yet. I'm wringing this boy dry. <laughs> so, but like I've 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 heard like some guys like Smith and like talk about saying it is a good like. There is some good points to the second one, so I'm I'm curious enough to see how it turns out. Yeah. And of course, last year we had uh, the movie Hitchcock. Huh. Did you see that? Did I fuck? <laughs> like, I, I'd uh, it would probably be worth watching now because that whole film is about him making Psycho. Oh, is it? And the struggle it took him to make Psycho because, uh, well, I guess you've looked at the trivia, so you know there was it's not the easiest production. Like, no. Nibdi was wanting to finance this movie. So, because, like, I think he just done thrillers and spy movies and, yeah. and the fact that he wanted to do a movie based on this horror novel, Nibdi was wanting to finance it. And there's... I remember eh, that they had... They were giving him shit about filming a, a toilet flushing and, mm. like, he was getting shit left, right and centre for making this movie. So, Hitchcock is the story of him reading the book want to make this his next movie people thinking he's fucking crazy him remortgaging his house to make this movie and like mm. it's like when you finish watching Hitchcock you're like I'm gonna watch Psycho <laughs> <laughs> so and it is it, it is quite a good film I, I think it was nominated for Oscars but I don't, don't know if it got any but it was pretty star studded because it had Anthony Hopkins I he was as Hitchcock him. and like just with Hitchcock was like English so it just reminded me of like an old cinema project projectionist I knew from my past. Uh, it seemed quite like him. Spicy inside it. <laughs> <laughs> so it was him and his wife was Helen Mirren and like how they had like Vera Miles and Janet Lee uh, for like the original Psycho movie. They had like uh, Scarlett Johansson and Jessica Biel 
playing all so they had like nowadays the famous starlets mm. filling in filling in these roles and there is times they just recreate the scenes from the film. Mm. Like you see them filming these scenes and you see Scarlett Johansson driving in the car and the, the voiceovers playing and it would be good like to compare like to compare the two like that might have been a good episode for us to do instead of using this for a black and white month. But yeah. ah, we could always talk about it down the line. Mm. But I am in the middle of watch Hitchcock again. Oh god. <laughs> Watching the same shit over and over. But <laughs> um aye. Back to like the notes. Um I did love like the driving scenes. I know it took about twenty minutes, but it was just when she was driving and it was her imagining what everyone's saying about her mm. and how the lighting slowly just narrowed into like her face. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought like, it's in songs of mood here, but no, it's just getting dark outside because mm. she's been driving for twenty minutes. Mm. Basically, <laughs> and like I'll I'll mention our like our last episode, Rocky Two didn't have a man of the match because it was quite tame. There wasn't any swearing, mm. whereas and Psycho didn't have much swearing either. I don't think there was any swearing. I think like sixties, no, they exactly. It wasn't a classy. So, but <laughs> maybe beating women was like how she imagined the reaction of Cassidy, like the fucking cowboy with all the money. That money solves all the problems. Mm. Him talking to the bank manager, saying, "I'll get that money back, and if there's any missing, I'll replace it with her soft flesh." Mm. Like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon if he's like paying for pussy or he's just fucking slapping it out of her, but... <laughs> or slicing it. It's like, yeah. I, he could be a serial killer as well. Yeah. Or oh, no, he slices of that. How did he get the money? I reckon just... Killing people and stealing it. <laughs> Alright. <I mean, laughs> slicing off their flesh. Selling it. <laughs> yeah. Fire it's a prime rib. <laughs> um, but I, I did, I kind of love like... I think it's maybe just a nostalgia of watching movies for the sixties. Just like see those old car scenes where they're, they're sitting driving, <laughs> moving the steering wheel left. That and was right. one thing I noticed when the policeman stopped her. And mm. He came to the window, and she'd sat up, and then the wheel was sitting moving itself, and it just kind of <laughs> tilted and then stopped. <laughs> so maybe no, I have no reason for that. No. <laughs> it was just a goof. It was but, a ghost. I I was there was just like I just love this film because there's just so much crazy like it's dark like when you finally get to meet Norman Bates and his creepy ass Mattel and he's just like the kindest most innocent dude wanting to help you out and Mm. but there's just something sinister like his mum at the top of the hill watching him it's how they let you hear the conversations that go on yeah like I guess they must have all their arguments at an open window Mm mhm just so the, the rest of the town could hear. Yeah. But it is, I love the fact that there is like a female voice talking back to him. It's not Anthony Perkins going, no, no women staying at the motel. Mm. It was like a woman's voice and I think if I looked a little bit harder than in IMDb, mm. I think the voiceover was like credited to Hitchcock's wife. Mm. I think it was her filling in the voice at least. Yeah. But I just I just loved the character of Norman Bates. How he was like this fragile guy who, like, is it's bipolar. Essentially, yeah. at the end of the day, that due to him being a psycho, killing mm. his parents and not 
uh, getting over it and like encapsulating like his mother mm. like it is he's half mother half right, son basically people his mum's not alive she's dead and he's dressing up in clays or clays thinking he is her he's thinking he's her and killing bitches it's like a fight club thing basically falls asleep and wakes up as the other person never thought of that <laughs> but do you see Edward Norton running through dressed in women's clothes trying to be Brad Pitt <laughs> <laughs> but um, I love that like, the boy just loves expressions I noticed like it just all the, and that, maybe that's like, like the old mum thing to do as well it's like oh you eat like a bird or like uh, hobbies pass the time or when he says Muller says that Muller is a boy's best friend. Like he's always got a saying for things. Mm. Like he fucking loves his expressions. Creepy, like, like, creepy expressions. Uh, he's like, yep, yeah, um, I'm just gonna walk. It's fine. Uh, I'm not. I'm fucking out of here. Mm-hmm. And it was like the shower scene, and I imagined. And I can, for some reason, I thought like she escapes, like she manages to get away, but it's not. That's the famous scene where she's just murdered mm. in a shower. Were you? I was wondering, what did you think of the shower scene? Were you like, eh, I think I had this thought that you thought it was a bit tame. Aye. But. There was no breasts for a start. There was out, out, like some out of focus tits at the end. Was it? When she was reaching for the shower curtain, her hand was going across her chest. Huh, and there were just some nice. blurred boobs in the background. You weren't looking that hard, Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, but. I was thinking in a sense like her being violently stabbed to death. Yeah. But I think from watching Hitchcock, I think that was a thing that a lot of people were like, you can't show that. You can't show a woman in the shower. I think that was one of the big things. Like, you can't show a naked woman showering. Yeah. This is the 60s. Huh. <laughs> so, and obviously, like, in the film, I reckon how much, like, how close to the bone Hitchcock is to the actual events, but, yeah. like, uh, like the knife scene like in the movie it was like uh, Anthony Hopkins just going at uh, Scarlett Johansson with a knife just throwing it at her and she, her real reactions avoiding the knife mm. and they just had the camera running at him closely stabbing his woman mm. so again that was something Hitchcock actually went and done for it but it does get to the point where it looks like you just see near enough the point of contact and the camera cuts to another body part and it cuts to another body part and it cuts to him throwing the knife closer and closer mm. So it, it's close enough to the impression of stabbing and drops of blood. and So it's like, I guess that's probably as far as you can get with a violent murder without actually showing a violent murder, murder. or mm. nudity or... Penetration. Yeah. <laughs> so, because I guess like in the 60s you can't really come up with that unless it's just like a shot of somebody stabbing looks like a, a leather couch. Mm. Zoomed in really close. <laughs> <laughs> Very tanned couch. But ah, it is like that, and the music feels like it's fucking turned up to eleven. Mm. Like I just realised when watching it this morning, like my son just sat and like just zoned in, and watched it. And it's like oh, I just let him see like what would be a violent murder in the sixties. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe I shouldn't like let him just sit and watch all these. That he's, he's fine. He's, he's fine. Like, he's up here. Yeah, I just imagine like Maggie for the Simpsons coming at me with a knife. Oh. <laughs> And that, when it comes to, like, the second murder scene, because, like, basically that story stops there. Yeah. Like, the story of Marion Crane's over and done with, that she's rolled into the fucking swamp. Yeah. With her 40,000. 
Like, they're getting that close to the truth, but they all keep getting killed. Yeah. And I always I just love it, like, the end of the film, when they finally find out, when they get there, when they look at every book on the shelf in, yeah. the, in the room, they look at the mirrors... Yeah, they look, look at, at the sink and then they look at this wee fucking weird hand and then oh look there's a gap in the bed somebody fucking like somebody's left a dent in that mattress yeah. oh look a closet I wonder what's inside it oh clothes unexpected <laughs> <laughs> so like all that shit was going on and mm-hmm. but it was just when like uh, the Norman Bates finally gets on to like what Loomis is like, yeah, like wait, you're, you're trying to destroy Where's, where's that girl? Like, mother! <laughs> and it was like where he just, he manages to lose him. He gets here. He, oh, he, no, he shows up in there dressed as mother, like the big reveal because like all the talking scenes bef- before with like the sheriff yeah. and he explained that um, like, hell, the boy's mother's been dead for years. Mm. Killed them both. And it wasn't all this story about how he No, po- I was the, the, Oh, he poisoned okay. them. No, I bet mean, he didn't. He didn't kill her. He was, the mum killed the boyfriend in Australia. Aye, and they just left the boy damaged since then. Aye, aye, and then like just him running in the room wearing the dress and the knife with just the retarded expression on his see, face. I thought he looked like Jim Carrey. <laughs> aye, I, I, you could see that him pulling that really big Canadian face, aye. just rubber face, and just <laughs> strangling a cat. Oh. Just runs in the room and dudes, like pulls him back, wrestles him down just oh, yeah. in time. And uh, just in case you didn't realise that it was him, the yeah. wig has to fall off. He has to tear the dress off. To him see the clothes. To like, show that it is him. It's a man. <laughs> it's, it's Norman Bates. Oh my goodness. Where did he get a wig from? Oh my. <laughs> and just again with the music up to eleven, just like drama, tension. Oh. And the best bit of acting. And the whole film came for the psychiatrist at the end. Explaining the story. Yeah, explaining it all. I thought it was like some intense acting. I w- it felt like it was like... That was the point for it. Like, they have to give you some intense storytelling. It was like watching like To Kill a Mockingbird. Like, you're back in the court, mm-hmm. just getting schooled. But this guy was sitting just laying it all flat, just in case you're going home confused. Yeah. They're not going to do that in the olden days. They're <laughs> not going to leave you to think about the movie. And open a possibility of a sequel. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> they want to make sure it's dead. Mm-hmm. They're not going to leave any thimble spinning on the table. There's no inception shit here. This is like, this happened, that happened, this is how it ends. Let's go home. Is that guy a transvestite? No! No, he's a psycho. Were, were you listening to me? <laughs> oh. He'd like sex with the woman. Like, no, his mum was in the basement. Oh, she? Dried it like some fruit. <laughs> but aye, it was. I like how they did explain it. But it was just like the last scene of mm. him sitting there. Like, could we give him a blanket? He says he's catching a chill. Of course. <laughs> and it's like, it's like that is a woman. Mm. He is talking like an old woman. He's like, I'm catching a chill, son. Can I get a blanket? Mm. And just put it on and like, and it was just like his mother was trapped in his head. Mm. So well, I I I feel bad for ratting the boy out. But, but it was him, it wasn't me. Yeah, I wouldn't hurt a fly. I just sat there. And it was watching. like fucking Anthony Perkins was brilliant. Just like how his, his eyes just done all the fucking acting. And he did just looking at the scene. Just yeah. like obviously she must have just talked over watching him 
day and that just because just the way the eyes work and the expression and the fucking sinister smile oh, right. as I look down and, and it looks slowly up. Fa- it slowly fades into a skull ah, that right. was a fucking brilliant just like what, did, did I see that like in cinema it's like no, no, I never saw it. I was like, fuck, we have to buy a ticket and see it again. <laughs> like, this isn't like, you can freeze frame, but just like millisecond of like a skull. Hmm. And then it cuts to the swamp where they're retrieving the body of like Marion Crane. Yeah. But it was just like, just fucking wee touches were just made this film fucking brilliant. Like, hmm. just that last bit is always like one of my favourite parts of the film. It's just the talking, his expression, and then the skull just blinking, you miss it. Hmm. So, aye, you have an opinion, Andrew, and it's wrong. That's what Fuck I'm saying you! <laughs> so, what? we got quite into our discussion there. Mm-hmm. I told you almost everything about the film, almost. in case you didn't watch it. Uh, so, what? actually, I'll talk a little bit about the, like, we explained, of course, the Hitchcock sequels. No, there was Hitchcock, there was the sequels. You've not seen either of those. You have watched some of Bates Mattel. I remember you telling me it was a little bit too weird. First couple of episodes, yeah, it was weird. You think you would revisit it now? Maybe. Seeing how, like... Season one's on Netflix. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Have you seen the remake of Psycho? American Psycho. Nope. In 1998, Gus Van Sant directed, I think, a take-by-take remake of this movie... With Norman Bates being played by Vince Vaughn. What? And I think it's like one of the. Uh, looking on Rotten Tomatoes last night, I think it's like one of the most rotten rotten films ever. Really? It's like. It's like I think it's just like hated. Whereas like Gus Van Zandt's like a big director. He's like director of Goodwill Hunting. He's like a big director. Mm. And then Vince Vaughn, before he was like funny. He is Norman Bates in a shot by shot remake. Oh shit! I feel I need to see it. I do, because <laughs> but it's, it's supposed to be fucking terrible. But and again, like that, I didn't even think it. Like you didn't think it was real. Like you never heard about this until now. Yeah. Like, and it must be like that swept under the carpet. That like it's, it's, I don't think it's on Netflix. Like no, probably no. Mm-hmm, but. Yep, there's a remake out there with Vince Vaughn. That could be somewhere I don't know the back of this. If you want to have a cycle season. I maybe just do a, no, just maybe just do a wee twenty minute thing on the thing with one and it could intertwine with like old and new. Could do. No, I could do. Fuck you. You're not <laughs> but, a Let's watch it at some point. Yeah. It's gonna be interesting to see like I'll probably hear I feel like I could hear it already since I love the first one so much Aye. so that's a biased opinion for you there yeah I'll probably love it because I hear the first thing fucking love Vince Vaughn yeah he could crash party in my mouth what wedding crashers you'd love him that much you could just let him crash in your mouth no 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 <laughs> no oh. man fucking crash in my, my mouth, mouth. <laughs> I think I did do anything to my mouth Let's see how this road trip to Birmingham does. Oh. <laughs> anyway, trivia. You got some? I had some, but then you made me close it. <laughs> you made me angry. Close <laughs> my windows. Um, right. It is the very first American film to ever show a toilet flushing on screen. Yep. Like you mentioned earlier, ruined it. <laughs> That's only because they made a big deal about it in Hitchcock. Hmm? 
Like, like in, oh, right. aye. Yeah, it was only for, if the film was only 10 30 days to film the whole film. Yeah, I can see that being possible. Yeah. On set, Alfred Hitchcock would always refer to Anthony Perkins as Master Bates. <laughs> <laughs> Hitchcock's just a dick. Aye, what a wonker. <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock deferred his standard $250,000 salary in lieu of 60% of the film's net profits. His personal earning from the film exceeded $15 million. (laughs) (laughs) Adjusted for inflation, that amount would now top $150 million in 2006. Oh well. Which is pretty good. $150 million quid. Nah, I'll not bother paying me. I'll take care of what comes at the back end. Uh, (laughs) Nah, you can buy me and take shit. Um, right, for the shot, right at the water stream, came the bed in the shower. Yeah. Alfred Hitchcock had a six foot di- diameter shower head made up so that the camera could film the water sprays coming out the camera lens. Right. So there's a big giant six Just foot fucking shower head someplace. Kicking about in a studio <laughs> <laughs> warehouse. Uh, while writing the screenplay, Joseph. Stefano was in therapy dealing with his relationship with his own mother. <laughs> who Joseph Stefano was? The screenplay. The guy that wrote oh, the, the guy that wrote it. Oh. So he was able to put in some home truths. Oh, like, no, it. no, this is, this is how your mother showers you. Hmm. It was the highest grossing film of Hitchcock's career. Yeah, I can imagine that. Hmm, didn't think that. What so, would you think? With... It burns. <laughs> Aye, that that followed after it. Oh, that was good. Uh, Actually, that's how they finished Hitchcock. Like he, Anthony Hopkins breaks the fourth wall and he comes out, talks about it. He says, "Now I just need to find some inspiration for my next movie." And a crow lands on his shoulder and looks at him, huh. and he's and he's like, "I wonder what it will be." And then it just comes up with credits. This film was voted the seventh scariest film of all time by Entertainment Weekly. Don't I, nod. Don't I, fucking like, nod. I could, uh, maybe, like, when, does it say when the poll was taken? No. Because, right, it's not scary, but it's considered, like, a horror movie for its time. Like, yeah. in 96, that was that would be pretty freaky. Yeah, I suppose. But nowadays, like... Now it's probably the seventh least scariest film of all time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not reading that, it's too long. In 2006, Scottish artist Douglas Gordon created a 24-hour slow-motion version of the film titled 24-Hour Psycho that played at the Museum of Modern Art in New York. Alright, so not not in Scotland. No, no, it's Scottish. And Psycho has been rated and re-rated over the years from PG to PG-13 and to 15. Right, okay. But I would assume that it was maybe a 15 and 1960. Right, oh. Went to a PG-13 and, like, and now it's just a PG. Harry Potter's more hardcore than yeah, Psycho. basically. Right, that's all I've got, because I can't be reading that big bastard. Alright, so for the B&B budget... Oh, stop saying the B&B, because all can thinks that we're in a fucking B&B and we're eating a breakfast. I wish. I know. Exactly, breakfast. see the <laughs> Breakfast. Having a fry-up. Use a cotton bud. No. You get it once you finish the show. Oh, <laughs> well, you're rich, you know. <laughs> so, uh, the budget for the film was 
$800,000. And the box office broke up, broke out. The box office was $60 million. Nice. So it was a good gamble for like a film that they weren't going to finance. Uh, Internet Movie Database rates it at 8.6 out of 10 based on 300,000 votes. I was going to ask you where would you put this in the top 250 movies in IMDb's all time, but you're looking at my notes. Well, I wouldn't put it as high as that. Uh, coming in at number 31 in the best in top 250 films as voted by the users of the internet movie database people that vote on that stupid (laughs) I tell you motherfuckers let's see this is why I need you for your difference of opinion or it just would be me gushing over this film too much yeah it's just pussy fucking getting all soggy. <laughs> it's just me and the common man. Yeah, the man who knows better. <laughs> the, the common man. What are you like, you <laughs> fucking dick? <laughs> fucking Mr. Librarian, just because I've not got a joke. <laughs> fucking dick. I, I watch decent shit. What's the last decent shit you... Oh, no, wait. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, last night I had a pretty decent fucking crap. <laughs> okay, what was the last decent film you've seen? I do care. Okay. <laughs> I do care what the last film was. I watched it. What's there for a podcast? Rocky 2. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that should be higher than fucking that. I don't even think that made it into the top 250. Uh, I, I think it's like not as memorable as the Rocky 1. Like all the talk will think of Rocky 1 and they'll think, what happened to Rocky 2? Oh, aye, they fought again. Like That disgusts me. So, don't do like the tight bottom lip like mafia boss like you felt like the godfather there like, disrespect me on the day <laughs> so what, anything else to add to Psycho no it was poor it was poor as I said before Andrew you have an opinion and it's wrong and it's fucking correct so, I want a poll made on Facebook if it's possible. <laughs> I don't know if you can do polls. But if you can, I want to care. Psycho yes, psycho no. Yeah. Hashtag. <laughs> you can do all that, Josh. Um I guess we, I never mentioned it in our last episode, but if you did want to contact us on Facebook, it is facebook.com forward slash films and swearing. Alright. Right. You keep saying it, you keep saying it like you did, Kim, and you're just making sure that it was right. Yep. I was, I was going to add podcasts on the end, but it's not. It's just films and swearing. Aye. So, next time on Films and Swearing, Black and White Movie Month. Right. Our Which, second instalment, going in chronological order. Which is? In order of date. I know what it means! <laughs> I want to keep what the fucking film is! It is Mel Brooks, Young Frankenstein from 1974. Right. Lighting the shit out with some comedy. Which will be hard to do, because we do generally have a hard time trying to do a podcast on a comedy. Yeah, but I think this has got more ground to it than Anchorman 2. You think so? Aye. We'll see. We'll see. Next time. Next time. Maybe. Yeah, maybe we, no exist. If we survive a crash. <laughs> Didn't <laughs> say that! Alright, okay. I'm afraid. <laughs> Sorry, if you sleep, you'll be fine. Yeah.
<laughs> I'll be all fucking loose and I'll just like <laughs> you'll just roll in the car uh, bang your head and just wake up oh hey let's do it where's the car <laughs> <laughs> are we here you bastards chuck me out <laughs> and then you're running a bit of fuel on fire barbecue anyway that's right. us fuck you tune in next week Hi. black and white I was going to say, if I was going to stop, give me some more. Everybody's red line, give me some more. If you want to let me hear you say, give me some more.